You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Ringer After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Ringer After Show. <laughs> Good evening, After Buzzers. We are here at After Buzz TV doing things the way things always should be done with Bing. I am your host tonight, David Skifalitti, as always, and we are discussing. Everything Ringer, season one, episode 17, titled What We Have is Worth the Pain. And I am Thanks joined. for introducing. I'm getting there. <laughs> and I'm joined as always by Sarah. David, I'm mad at you now. I was getting there and you interrupted me. You're like dancing by yourself. You have two drinks <laughs> and you forget to introduce me. I feel like I'm more important than the title of the episode. You are, but that's sort of the way that I wrote the copy. I'll rewrite it again. Well, for please next include week. me next time. I did. You were at the end of it. So you have that... a co-host. I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> I am aware and I love you. Okay, I love and you our too. fans love you. And speaking of loving, don't forget everybody, all our viewers and all our listeners to go on iTunes, subscribe, leave us comments. We'd love to hear what you think. Tweet us. All of that. Michigas. I just, you know. It would be helpful. Michigas. <laughs> I mean, I want to talk Definition. about Ringer. Obviously, like the Ringer fans want to talk about Definition. it. Sarah Michelle, but Ringer, who, Magash? Definition, please. <laughs> Define. You got to sell it a little stronger than that. This it's is why, we, listen, I'm going to talk to you. Okay, this you is why, it. because David, he works clearly oh, too much because he's much. losing his mind yeah. and having two drinks on the table right there. Um, secondly, thirsty. our AfterBuzz hosts, they work so hard. Sarah, she's, you know, out there hustling and, you know, making yeah. it happen. trying to be a star she is a star she's a beautiful young lady the whole thing so our hosts work really hard all we need you guys to do is show us some love back like go on the itunes comment on the page and (laughs) rate us that's you know one one little thing to do can you do that for us itunes fans please all right now that i sound like the father back to to the real stars of the show david and sarah oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was almost forgotten again. What's your no name? No one forgets you. We Sarah. all love you. Sarah is here. Sarah, yes. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Go. Boom. <laughs> awesome. Oh. I, I wish. Okay. Ringer? Should we talk about the ringer? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> this week's episode was so good. Oh, well, that was almost another <laughs> David word. Well, just pass. Let that one go. No, the but, other one was Yiddish. I didn't invent that. Okay, good. No, um, it was awesome. I screamed several times as you witnessed i did and when the episode first started you were like i think we need to pause it because i'm getting really confused already (laughs) Already. (laughs) because a lot was happening well and you know what i expected it to be the silent episode that you said it was was going to be it was not it was not it they teased it like a silent episode but everyone was talking 
Yeah, well, everybody. Yeah, and thank much goodness. to my dismay. Thank goodness, though, because I can only imagine how confusing it would be if they if everything talking. was silent. Yes, with everything going on this week, I think we were lucky to have actual storylines. And I don't think that they could do silent with the twin with Siobhan and Bridget. I don't think they could. It would get you'd too be confusing. Confused. You'd be That's confused. As I to didn't who... think about that. Okay, but they Good. do try and style them very differently, Siobhan. That's true, and. Bridget. Bridget always looks better, I feel like, than Siobhan. Yes, Bridget doesn't take as many fashion risks as Siobhan does. Siobhan looks a little bit harsh all the time to me. She's a very angry lady. Yes, she And is. speaking of which, we started out the episode this week with Siobhan, unlike what we thought was going to happen starting out the episode with Andrew, which would have been nice, but I'm glad that they left it to later on in the episode to, for the reveal. But Siobhan is in Paris, again, and she still thinks that Tyler's alive and Henry has to break the news to her that he's dead and she's like, oh no. Can I just say that drive. Henry looked like he did when Gemma died. Like he really looked incriminating. He did, At the beginning right? of the episode. He like had these black gloves on and I mean, I know it's cold outside and stuff, but he looked like he was a mess. Well, there's something about Henry that to this day, in this point of the show, I don't trust. No, me neither. There's just something shifty about him. Yeah, I mean, I thought he killed Gemma for the longest time, I did obviously. <laughs> I he, I mean, did. right? He just seems a little bit crazy. Yeah. So. Do but. you think it's possible maybe he's the one who has something to do with Malcolm's disappearance? No. Really? At all? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I, th- I feel like, are we jumping into that already? No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not. So you want to know? I don't think so. I okay. don't think any evidence do you. Maybe. Okay. I don't know why, but I think maybe. Okay. I do know that I don't trust him. I, he's not a trustworthy person to me. And where are his children? <laughs> With the nanny. Okay, but his we've never seen them. We've seen them a couple times, but not often enough to ever remember. I don't ever remember seeing them. Two little ginger babies. Yes. Oh, see, I think I would remember seeing them, and I don't. But yeah. Only a couple times. Irrelevant. Here and there. Irrelevant, yes. Um, but... Siobhan makes her way back to New York. Right. Quickly. Very quickly, I might add. <laughs> within a phone myself. conversation. Yeah, within a phone conversation, she's on the next plane out of Paris to New York and shows up on Henry's doorstep and he's like, I wish you would have told me what you were doing before you did it. And I need to know the truth. And she spills the beans about everything. About Sean, her baby, and how she wishes Bridget were dead and she deserves to be dead and that she wants to be happy. And after everything that she's been through, she literally said, after all the sadness that I've been through in my life, I deserve to be happy. Well, and she says that her sister killed Sean, which, right. which is not the case, though, in any way, shape or form. No, it was an accident. Right. But she still blames Siobhan for, uh, excuse me, Bridget for Sean's so you death. think that's all it is, is she's blaming her, but she doesn't really think that maybe she was the driver of the car or... No, I think she knows the actual circumstances of what happened, but she is blaming Bridget for his death. Okay. Unfortunately. Right. And for some reason she can't, after all these years... Forgive her. Forgive her. That really is sad. It's very sad because that's her sister, and she even said... After all these years, even if we haven't spoken, I know Bridget better than she knows herself. Right. That's your sister, and she's wishing harm on her. She wants her dead. She, she wants, wants her, her dead to prove her own selfish point. 
Well, and she told Henry it was because, you know, she wants to live with him and be happy and la la la, which I think right. is totally just her playing him on every level. Of course. Right. At the end of the day, Siobhan is looking out for Siobhan. Right. And she just needs a team, a teammate, basically. Well, I mean, she's using everybody in her power to be able to get what she wants done. Right. And then this week... A lot happened. A lot happened, and we sort of see the... We're starting to see a lot more of the darker side of Siobhan and to the great lengths that she is willing to go to make sure that her plan is the plan that gets followed through on. Yeah, Yeah, carried out. Excuse me, that was... Great. Finish each other's you sentences. Always finish I my know. sentences. That's why you need me. That is why I need you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, you forgot too that. Did I forget? I don't know. Or was you I waiting not. for you to talk about? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe my co-host. Um, I know. <laughs> you need me. I love it. <laughs> um, that Siobhan Henry asked her if she was sleeping with Tyler. Right. And that was a big deal. It was a big deal. And she was honest, which I thought maybe she wouldn't be. But then, of course, she kept saying, oh, well, it's because it's... It's a means to an end. Right. And she said it was a necessary evil. But, I mean, at least she told him. And to a certain extent, it was a necessary evil. I just don't think at that point in her plan... Her plan changes so much because of all the circumstances that are happening around her that she's has no control over that I think that at first she thought Tyler was going to be her way out. And then when Tyler sort of became a liability, she realized she had to go back to Henry right, and let him in on what was going on. Well, and I don't think she anticipated her sister being as bright as she is. Like she's starting no, to I figure mean, things out and quick, you know, she fairly is. quickly. Mm hmm. And we even saw in this episode, she expected Bridget to get killed within the first week. Right. She wasn't expecting her to be around at all. Right. So at that point, her plan had to change. Exactly. So, which has changed quite a bit. It has changed quite a bit. But I think the most telling thing from this episode about Siobhan and and her whole dealings going on and why she went on the lam. Oh. I said went on. My goodness. <laughs> What's the fly? What? Why a lamb? That's what you say. You're going on the lamb. You do? Who says that? I don't know. It's a saying. It is? Yes, it's a saying. It's a saying, right? It is. Have you ever heard that before, ever? Okay. Once or twice in a lifetime? Come on. Nothing. Give me some credit here. Okay. I threw in a weird saying. Went on the lamb. Anyway, she's on the lamb. And. <laughs> That is so weird. In the flashback with her, with Siobhan and Andrew, when she's confronting him about Charles and Martin, and he tells her that he will stop at nothing to make sure that this doesn't get out. And he tells her that he's going to kill her. Right. He said, I will kill you. And he gets really scary. He does get very scary. He turns in like a split second. Well, this is a whole new side of Andrew that we are only starting to see as of last week, really. This like evil, conniving mastermind, I think. He appears to have used to be that way all the time, for the most part. Well, I mean, if you think about uh, the head of of a hedge fund who's 
robbing people of millions and millions of dollars. He would have had to have been like that all along. Right. Not a nice person. And from this flashback, we find out that in the lockbox, what Henry had listened to was a recording of Andrew saying that. And we also find out that Andrew had hired a hitman to kill Siobhan, which is why she switched places. Right, which we did see that hitman at the, in the very beginning, one of the very beginning First episodes. episode. Yeah. First episode, and he died. At the party, right. Yeah. So he's gone, thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> Not that you can't desire another one. But. No, but it seems like Olivia and Andrew have bit off a little bit more than they can chew. Correct. And for some reason, Olivia is feeling the heat a little bit more than Andrew is. Did you sense that? I feel like she has such a sense of urgency to get rid of Siobhan. She, I think she feels a little bit powerless because Andrew's not really going along with their original plan. Right. And, you know, and I just feel like she doesn't know what to do. You know, once that the flash drive that they got was a fake. Right. She, which I'm shocked about. Me too. And I still don't really understand where the real one is and what happened to it and whatnot. But I think she just, yeah, she just doesn't have control of the situation. So she's panicking. She's sort of treading water, if you will. Yeah. And she's going to bolt. Are we talking about them now? Yeah, we are talking about them. Good. Um, Yeah. So she leaves or she's going to be gone. Yeah. At the end of the episode or towards the end of the episode, she says that she's getting out while she can, while she's still ahead. Charles and Martin is going under. Which, and she's leaving town. It's like, who cares? I mean, I don't, I don't really, she can leave, she can stay. She's not really. She's not a very pivotal character, I don't think. No. But for the livelihood of Andrew's family, I think it is important. Because when the, the head of a company disappears right. out of nowhere with no notice, it always looks suspect. Right. I think to anyone who, to an outsider who might be looking at the company. Well, we'll see if she makes it anywhere. She'll probably We will see if she makes die. it anywhere. Andrew will probably kill her. Well, oh, wait, I mean, well, I think that that's where it, we sort of have to beg to question. Is Andrew... The bad guy? The actual bad guy. Is Andrew killing people? We saw this week he from... definitely killed at least one person. Maybe two. Who's the one person do you think he killed? Tyler. You think he killed Tyler? They showed his creepy face showing up at the door, correct? They, that was Malcolm. Okay. But they did show him going into the hotel in between the time that Siobhan left and Henry was at the hotel. So what was he doing other than killing Tyler? I don't know. But... He killed Malcolm, for sure. Malcolm might not be dead. Where is he? He's missing at the moment. He's missing at the moment. But the last person that was with him, was we know Andrew. he had a scary interaction. Well, yes, and we haven't seen that interaction yet. We sort of got like a, a little tease into it. Right. But Malcolm let Andrew in willingly. Well, he there looked, wasn't like a struggle no. there, which I thought there might have been, but Malcolm let him in willingly. Perhaps Andrew was like, you need to get out of town for a while or you need to go into hiding or right well because of the phone that is it was tossed into a dumpster a dumpster and a, a homeless man found it right 
So, I mean, that was, you know, who knows when that happened, you know? Right. So, or who did it, who tossed it into the dumpster, if it was Malcolm or Andrew or the other killer, which I think was Andrew. (laughs) Just saying. But I feel like Andrew is trying to make amends. I do, too. Do you believe it? Can we talk about the end yet? Yeah, we're talking about him. Okay. I I just am so confused about that. I I need about the shooting. Yes. Okay, so we won't talk about the shooting yet, but okay. we can talk about what he does say to her. Okay. And he does tell her that he loves her and he'll do anything to save their marriage, and that's but where we get our title her. from right. this week. What we have is worth the pain. But he only told her that because Juliet asked him. She that's pretty much verbatim what she said. I know. Those are not his words. You think it's a lie? <sighs> I mean, he did go back to the the extended living hotel, right. whatever that is. <laughs> extended, extended living, living motel, <laughs> hotel. Whatever it is. Uh and try and get those tapes back. I just don't think he wanted to be implicated. Right. Well, in his disappearance, but and if he hadn't said it, if he had said it before, because Siobhan goes to see him. The remember? real Siobhan. Yeah, right? the real Siobhan. Yes. Goes, goes to see Henry and tells him that. Not Henry, Andrew. Andrew. Ugh, so confusing. Get it together. I know. Goes to see Andrew and tells him that she doesn't love him anymore and Olivia and him deserve to be and behind she was bars. so icy cold. I mean, just. She always is. I know, but it's weird to me that he doesn't see a difference because I see such a difference in the two Between of them. Between the two? Yeah. I mean, they are technically identical twins. Right. But Briv acts a little bit softer all the time. Even when she was she mad does. at Andrew, she was still very much, it's almost like she internalizes things more as opposed, as opposed, as, uh, as opposed to blaming him. Right. So well, I think Bridget sort of accepts the information and digests it and then responds, whereas Siobhan sort of responds instinctually. Right. And usually really nastily. <laughs> That's a word. Is that a word? That is not a word, but we're going to accept oh, okay. it. Okay. Okay. Mine is a real word. <laughs> okay. It's in the dictionary. Debatable. Debatable. It is. Um, okay. Lamb. Lamb chop. <laughs> and that is a real saying. Got it. If um, you would like to weigh in, please call us 424 256 1729. The number is 424 256 1729. Good job. Thank you. Like the, the dance at the end. A little dance at the end. Little shake it up. Little shimmy. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes. She tells him she doesn't love him. She hates him, basically. That's yeah. what I wrote. The, yeah. Well, I mean, that's more or less. the gist of what she said. So for him to turn around and go and say, oh, I love you. I want to make this work. To me, it's like, does he know something that we don't know that he knows? I don't. Or that's not a proper reaction, I feel like, to what she said to him. You don't think if someone came to you, someone you love came to you and said, I don't love you anymore. You wouldn't want to sort of fight for them? I'm just hurt by you saying this right now. <laughs> it, just the thought of it. Um, I mean, it, it would hurt, but wouldn't it make you want to fight for hurt. them? It would hurt. No, no. I See, I, no. 
I mean, you know, I don't want to turn it into a therapy session or anything, but I would just be like, all right, well then this is it. Like, I'm never speaking to you again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's rough. I know. But I wouldn't be like, please, we get a living so He much. wasn't begging. No. He was just letting her, him, her know his feelings and his side of the story. Got it. Uh, I don't know. I don't buy it. I just don't feel like that was a proper reaction based on the right. evidence. But I know. Well, knowing what we know as viewers, that he possibly hired a hitman. I mean, it could have been Olivia. Right. Um, and that he had technically threatened to kill Siobhan, which Bridget does not know. Right. There is a lot of evidence against him. Right. So I'm just a little skeptical, that's all. Maybe he's a nice guy. I do like the Deep thing, down. you know, he and Briv have together. I like that I a too. lot. But I just don't know. Cause and Juliet said it best this week. She she said that we need Siobhan, even right. though it is Bridget. But we need Siobhan. She makes us better. Right. They're family. I mean, they, they are really sweet. I like those moments between them. But Wozers, I don't think it's going to be happening. They have grown together. They have. And finally this week... The return of <laughs> Catherine, her favorite. Of Catherine. I live oh. for her school like so style bitchery. And she's like Melrose Place. Bitchery, I can get behind. I like that. <laughs> it is incredible the lengths that this woman will go for money. But now she's pretty much going to be in a boat all on her own. All on her own. And we finally see this week who she paid off to beat up Tessa. Kind of a hot piece of man candy too i mean would you expect anything less of Catherine? i expected a little bit of an older guy didn't Did you? expect you know a 20 something year old you know calendar yeah. model <laughs> number seven on the tattoo yeah wall on his, his arm his name is cash cash that's What's like a male stripper it a weird remember. last name yeah it is like a really fake like yeah. porn star name right right i wish i cash. could remember cash it's kind of sexy, though. I like it. <laughs> but I knew it. I called it. He had bloody knuckles. He did have bloody knuckles. And he, Gross. he approached Juliet in the lobby of Catherine's Hotel and Seduced makes me love her. Juliet even more that she was listening to Regina Spector. Yes, that was so oh, cute. Amazing. And they played a lot of Regina Spector this they week. They did this week. And I have been listening to Regina Spector on a loop in my coche. It... <laughs> I just imagined you in like this tiny little Miata or something. <laughs> like, Regina Spector. But anyway. I wish I was driving a Miata. <laughs> You've seen my actual car. It's adorable though. It fits. It's cute. It does fit. Um, we both drive white cars. We do. Twinsies. Twinsies. I like it. Um, anyway, back to the show. Back to the show. Um, I don't even. Oh, so Juliet. So she gets yes. approached by by Cash, hot man meat. Yes, in the elevator, and he tells her that he was pretty. He was pretty strong in coming on to her, though. Like he, very, oh, I mean, he knew what he was doing, right? And Catherine knows that he knows what he was doing, right? And he tells Juliet that he got his boss pissed him off, and so he punched her wall, and which is why he has the bloody knuckles, right? And. Catherine, you know, she's a very smart lady and to a certain extent, but she's protecting her daughter. I she mean, is. She's protecting herself too, but she is looking out for Juliet, I think. 
But she knew that Juliet would probably have a crush on this guy. Well, if she ever came into contact with him, of course. Well, she didn't think that, you know, they were her daughter was meeting her at the hotel or wherever. She, she's at a hotel, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I didn't know if it was like an apartment or a hotel. No. Um, she knew that she was coming around that time. She knew that guy was going downstairs. She didn't think, you don't think she thought maybe they would run into each other? I mean, I guess not. Probably not. She probably didn't expect him to show up at all. Right. And much to her dismay... He wants money. He wants money. He wants the rest of his cut because Catherine only paid him a portion of what she was supposed to pay him for because he was supposed to rough up Tessa and not... Scare her. Beat the shit out of her and land her in the hospital, which she's alive. Right. Luckily. still looks pretty wrecked. Wouldn't you? Yes. (laughs) But... I mean, and she, yeah, she found out that, well, that's when Juliet found out that... That he was the one. He was the one, because she remembered that tattoo. Yes. Tessa remembered that tattoo. Yes. And Juliet goes back to her mother, and she tells her that she wishes Siobhan were her mother, and she never wants to see her again. Right. Which I loved, by the way. I did, too. I I mean, I'm happy for Juliet that she's, she's getting behind Siobhan. Right. Even though it isn't Siobhan, but that aside, she's getting behind loving her stepmother right because they did have a very tumultuous relationship in the beginning and she's being a good daughter she is you know what i wonder now though because now juliet knows that mr c who is also i have a real thing for mr c okay uh (laughs) don't know if i mentioned that before (laughs) but so now juliet knows that mr c wasn't the one that beat up tessa which i had a hard time believing he could ever do that as well. All right. So I wonder, like, what's going to happen? Are they going to, like, maybe get together? I, don't, I know. don't know about that, but I feel like Juliet might fess up to what happened. You do? Just I because do. she's going to turn on her mom now? I have a feeling that in the upcoming episodes, in the upcoming weeks, I mean, we don't have that much left, but what? she might fess up to what her and her sure. mother did. Yeah. It's I very could see probable. that happening. Yeah. Confessing to her dad and the whole shebang. Yeah. Because he's going to need some money, probably. Probably very soon. Yes. So she's, yeah, that's a good call. I think that's a safe prediction. Yeah, I think so. I think the biggest and the best storyline of the night was Briv's and Solomon's. Yes, which Uh, I like him a lot. I like him a lot, too. And we find out this week that he's known all along that she was Bridget. I loved how he said he knew, too. Well, because he he was a Marine, right? I think so. Or he was in the army or yeah. something like that. And he, he picked up on all the things that Siobhan used to do that Bridget doesn't do. Like Siobhan was very car sick if she didn't look straight forward. And, and Bridget didn't need to do that. And she was like on her Blackberry. And, and all the questions that she asked. And, and he took her fingerprints. I mean, he was very like sly about it. But he never once used it against her. No. Or so we thought. Think. Or so we think. Because you have a little bit of a speculation. I do have a slight speculation. But Bridget this week is diehard looking for Malcolm because Malcolm is missing. She's trying to find him. She can't. She searches on the GPS because she remembers that he set up dual GPSs on their phone so they could always find each other. They find a homeless man, a squatter, drug and addict. Drug den. That was a bit scary. She ends up getting a text from Malcolm. um, Not before Henry sort of lures her into staying into her apartment so Siobhan can go talk to Andrew. 
and not and Bridget won't get in her in Siobhan's way. Um, but she gets a text from Malcolm to meet her at the loft. Right. And Solomon says, let me go get a gun first. Can I just say first, any, Please. anything at the loft is always bad news. <laughs> if someone asks you to meet them at the loft, the answer is no. The answer is no. I'll meet you in Central Park. Or I'll meet you with the police at the loft, possibly. You know. Well, she has protection. And this week, right. I mean, Solomon's sort of like, he. she's paying him to protect her. Right. And, so, and he yeah. said it, let me earn what you're paying me. Right. But he did say, Siobhan Martin writes my checks. And he repeated it twice. He did say that. He said, Siobhan Martin writes my checks. No Siobhan Martin, no checks. Right. So you stood that to mean maybe he's... Still working for the real Siobhan. Siobhan. Because we go to the loft and Andrew, of course, is there. Right creepy being very creepy and lurking and looming in the in the dark shadows yeah. <laughs> solomon's upstairs checking the place out and see i would have never let him go upstairs without me me neither i, I mean that was just he was gone for a, a while he was gone for a while and in that moment while. they were able to exchange these i love niceties yeah right. she just kind of listened she didn't really say much she said oh andrew <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice. It was nice. I mean, it was like it wasn't like a oh, Andrew. Oh God, <laughs> it wasn't no, like that. She, no, she was receptive to it. She was because she likes that lifestyle. And, and then the gun. And then the gun. Let's okay. just let's break it down. Let's first. break it down. The facts we, see, we know. The facts that we know. We see Solomon is upstairs, but we see downstairs a gun. There's a gunshot. And then we cut to the It's street. right after. It's right after Andrew has told Briv that he loves her. He loves her and yes. blah, blah, blah. It's like immediately after. Then there's a gunshot. And then there's two subsequent gunshots. Right. And then we're back upstairs. Solomon has a gash on his head. Right. And Andrew has been shot. And Bridget, as Siobhan, Briv says he jumped in front of... Of the gunshot. Right. And now, this either means that Andrew did plant another hitman and he jumped in front of it because he was anticipating the gunshot. Well, Solomon says someone knocked him on the head. Right. Up when he was up on the terrace, which sounds a little fishy to me. It does sound a little fishy. And he does have a gash on his head, he, which he could have technically given himself. Correct. No one saw him. So no one saw him, and so either, and there was another gunman there, and Andrew anticipated the shot, so he was able to protect what he thinks is his right. wife, or Solomon shot him. Correct. Which I think is more of the case. Like when I was watching it, I. Instantly thought that Solomon came running downstairs when he saw that Siobhan was, or I mean, Briv was with Andrew. He immediately started shooting. And he reacted and shot him. That's what I, I mean, that's what first sort of makes sense. Was. But the gunman, the first gunshot was, the gunman was downstairs already in the shadows watching. Yeah. Who, I forget, who was, who was outside who saw the gunshots? There was like, Machado. Flashes, right. Was he already on, was he on his way there to do something already? I have no idea why he was there. I know. But he just was. Okay, that's weird. 
I guess we're going to have to wait till predictions. Okay. Okay. True. We're going to jump to a quick commercial okay. break and come back Fab. with your news on gossip. We have lots. Lots. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives. And more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Sarah Michelle Geller hated when fans called her Buffy. What? For better or worse, Sarah Michelle Gellar will always be associated with the ass-kicking, demon-slaying TV heroine Buffy Summers. She says, back then, if you had called me Buffy, I would probably have been really annoyed. (laughs) Um, She told the spring 2012 issue of Bullet nine years after the series wrapped. Now, of course, I get it and I'm appreciative of it, but that's something that comes with maturity, which most people don't have when they're 24 years old. Still, Geller admits she was always respectful of the beloved series, which ran from 1997 to 2003. That makes me feel very old. I've definitely smoked cigarettes and I've partied plenty. I just got it out of my system early. I was lucky enough to have had my experiences when I was younger and out of the public eye. When I was younger, I was very careful not to. I just didn't want to be seen with a drink in my hand. People looked up to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and she was a character that girls respected. Now 34 and married to Freddie Prinze Jr. and mom to Charlotte. Adorbs. Geller tells Bullet she's not looking to become a pop culture phenomenon again. For me, having a child was that cliche, life-altering experience where everything took on a different meaning. Things that had once been priorities had no meaning to me anymore, and things that I'd never thought about suddenly became things that were on my mind. The Ringer actress says, if I'd known how happy having a child would make me, I probably would have had one a long time ago. So sweet. Oh, that is very sweet. So, but who knew? I know, right? I would have thought she would have been happy to have been called Buffy. Did she say she was annoyed that people would call her Buffy back then? Yes. Yes. Well, what she was not annoyed by was those paychecks. So Uh, I don't really understand that one. No. Maybe I'm just bitter. It's a little weird. Yeah. And like now she's okay with it because you would think she'd be more annoyed now if people called her Buffy than well. I don't know. Or, or don't as know. if she's just she making these comments to try to get a little more relevance or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't, a bullet magazine. I'm not. What'd she say? I don't I don't want to be another pop culture phenomenon. phenomenon. Oh, that was that was that was a terrible experience in her yeah, life. Yeah. But awful. I get the I get the child thing and the redirecting of life. That's kinda cool. So I'll yeah. give her I'll give her that. That's cute, right? That yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. She's evolved. You know what else is cute? Sarah Michelle Geller waited five years to take her husband's name. Save. Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. have been married for nearly 10 years, but the star recently revealed it took her five years to take his last name. I had no idea what to get 
Freddie for our five-year <laughs> wedding anniversary. I'd been meaning to change my last name to Prince, but I just hadn't gotten off my lacy ass to get it changed. <laughs> Sarah Michelle told Bullet Magazine yeah. during an interview <laughs> the for, only their, interview ever. for their spring issue that went unpublished saw that by the way it's a lot of paperwork you have to go to the courthouse and then to the dmv the truth is i would have done it for the first or second year but it was my aversion to going to the dmv that stopped me (laughs) sarah michelle and freddie were married in september 2002 and at the time she had a booming career starring in scooby-doo and just coming off the success of she's all that and cruel intense and so she wasn't keen on changing her last name professionally plus she was still on buffy it helps to it helps with what I do, specifically, because it does give you the feeling of being separate, of having had this other life. And you can go to work and have this stage name and then go home and be someone else, she says. If people wouldn't laugh at me, I would probably change my last name professionally. But people always give you a hard time when you change your name. It's kind of late to change it now, and I'm used to being called by my initials anyway. People usually call me SMG or SMP. I call Freddie FPJ a lot, too. Um, but the ringer star admits the name change helps with her anonymity it means you can also be in your girlfriend's wedding and have your name in the program without someone automatically wanting to take your picture the new name gives me a bit more anonymity (laughs) i can't say that word anonymity i can't say it anonymity yes thank you this was stellar news from bullet magazine and i just wanted i know you're gonna finish your story but i wanted to point something out i i went to bullet magazine and (laughs) went to the twitter account i want to point out that she gave this this stellar article here uh for their 1000 followers i wanted to say that (laughs) first thing and and i wanted to say i mean come on sarah michelle give us an interview if anything this is the only person you're talking to about all this craziness Bullet Magazine, the Bullet University Magazine. of Lincoln Student Union publication. Are what? you serious? Bullet Magazine. Unless I'm on the wrong Bullet Magazine, which we warrant, though, you know, come on, no. com- comment and iTunes rate us, but I really think that's... Are you it's kidding? Two, that it's is two who she, T's, it's two L's and two T's. Bullet Magazine. This is yeah. where you guys are getting your stories yeah. from. Holy crap. Well, and this like issue went recent. unpublished. It's her most recent interview. Yeah. Again, I'll go back to Sarah Michelle Gellar's people, Ringer people. Call get us. David and Sarah an interview. Yes. You guys could do a little bit better than we, I bullets. think we could. Yeah, we could. The, the, the interview ended with, plus I much prefer the last name Prince. It's a cool last name. It's fun to sign. I don't know what that means. That's interesting. She that could hyphenate it. She could do Geller Prince. And Courtney Cox tried to do that and it was very strange. Courtney Cox Arquette. Yeah. And then she got divorced, and then she's back to Courtney Cox. I mean, just keep. It's better to just keep a stage name, I think. That's true. I, I, agree. I can see that. I agree. And Ringer star Yoan Griffith desperately hoping for season two. I know. He revealed that the first season of Ringer will not resolve all the show's mysteries. The actor told TV Line that he is desperately hoping for a second season of the CW drama. He said, quote, we deliberately set it up in such a way that there will be more questions than answers at the end of the show, he admitted. We don't want to tie it up in a ribbon and present it to everybody. We need somewhere to go next year. Griffith added that nobody knows if Ringer, which stars Sarah Michelle Gellar, will be picked up for a second run. I think everybody's vying for that attention from the network, he said. We're very aware of the numbers and that it's a numbers game. Creatively, we think we have a strong chance, but as far as numbers, they might reflect a different story. The Welsh star who plays corrupt tycoon Andrew on the show added that a new season would present new ideas. As far as the storyline is concerned, we've set it up as if we're coming back, he said. We're not shying away from anything, and we haven't been asked to tie things up neatly. And that's going to really make me mad. I hate when, when shows, shows don't get picked disappear. up and they just disappear and, and never know what Especially when they set it up for another season and then there's not another season. 
When I read that article and he said he's never been, he's been on a lot of shows, but he's never been on a show where they have them do all, you know, 27 episodes or 24 episodes, however many it is. And, you know, they don't know like the entire time usually gets cut off way before that. Well, that's how, I mean, I feel like that's how CW shows do it. Me too. They sort of film the entire run of the season, air the entire run of the season. And if they don't want to pick it up at the end of that, they just don't. And I feel like they CW has a better chance of their shows getting picked up just because of their numbers don't have to be as high as something like NBC, ABC. Which is true, but I also did hear a while back that they were looking to replace a whole bunch of older shows, including Ringer and Heart of Dixie, unfortunately, and Gossip Girl and a couple others, with new shows. Right. And getting rid of these quote-unquote older shows. Right, Ringer's on the older show. No, I know, but it's it was around for one season, and I don't think the numbers are that great for this show, right. unfortunately. Like so you guys have to watch watch write. the damn show. Right. Do <laughs> yeah, I mean, do what you can if you want to see Sarah Michelle Gellar out there again, because I know I do. But I mean, honestly, Sarah's yeah. doing enough for us all by going and doing these Bullet magazines. She really, I, I had to, I had to do it. One She's more time. really campaigning. Bullet, for Bullet that, is the word. Two. Let's have the, the writers from Bullet come talk to us. Let's. <laughs> if that's that's the way to get we should back ask on them. TV. Yeah, how they got that interview. We should because they also had a really awesome photo shoot to go with. Yeah, it. they did. We're all about the bullet. Yeah, we are. Bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. Does that wrap it up for you guys? Yes, Yes, it does. It's your After Buzz TV news and gossip. And now, your After Buzz TV prediction. All right, so what did we see in the preview? It was, everyone was crying. It was all in the hospital. Crying faces in hospital. That's all I put. It's a complete, like, Grey's Anatomy. It it looked like it coming up on Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. <laughs> Crossover. It did. It, did. it um, was very dramatic and hospitally. And yes. obviously, they're not going to kill off Andrew. That's no, clear. He wants to be in season right. two. <laughs> Desperately. He hopes. Um, and I think it's sort of it's going to bring everybody closer together as a family. And Henry shows up at the hospital. He's a psycho. He is a psycho. <laughs> I don't even know. I think but, Henry and Andrew are going to have a confrontation in the hospital. Do you think... Yeah. I just really... I can't wait. Do you think they're going to show in the next... Do you think they're going to wait till finale time to show, like, the for Bridget to find out that Siobhan is alive? Still alive. Oh, that's going to happen in the last episode. You, okay. It has to. Right. And then they're not going to show, like, anything else about that. It's no. going to be, like, a big reveal, and then, boom, it's going to be, like, okay. till season two. Yeah. If there's a season two, it's really going to annoy me. (laughs) But we still have next week. Yes, we do. And a couple weeks after that. A couple weeks after that. So make sure to tune in, everybody. Tweet us. Tweet us. Rate us. Rate us on iTunes. Talk about us. Live for us. We live for you. (laughs) We do. Love us. We love you. Have a good night. Smooches. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.